I see some red under your eyes. I smell herbs and spices in this car. Did you get a pizza? You do the intro. No. Yep. Okay, okay. Greetings, Earthlings. And welcome to another episode of Cult of Personality. Beautiful. It's me, your Hulk Luke Newsetter. <laughs> and I'm joined by Matt, you know, longtime friend, uh, semi longtime co host. How you doing, buddy? Am I mad? Um, I, what's the name on your birth certificate? Uh, what, what's the name on your birth certificate? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, <laughs> sun's out. Um, what is this? Sun's down right now, but it was out earlier. Hopefully it'll be back tomorrow. I, I like the sun. I like living. And, uh, yeah, I'm just doing good. How about you? Yeah, you know, I'm kind of tired. Uh, kind of hoping to get this bullshit over with so I can get on with my life. So, you know. Mm. I don't really want to talk about Stan Lee, and you already have the page up, and that kind of pisses me off already, so I'm already in a bad What do you think about this? Um, he's just a slimy guy, and he's got, uh, I don't know what to say. Good hairline. I'm glad he's not in this movie we're reviewing today. One second. This was pre- he, sh- he should have been in it. No, he shouldn't have. He's, in, he's in the even... <laughs> He's in argue. This is arguably... Okay, well, we'll get into it a little bit later, but... Uh, kind of a bitch in a hairline. <laughs> he's got like a seven head he's gone I mean you know that's impressive for like 90 I mean I'm, I'll have no hair when I'm 90 but alright alright and it, you know that's probably witch transplants yeah true can I get a measurement on that of his I'm just putting it as a ruler just so you can see how straight <laughs> his hairline is here I'll do this and I'll, I'll draw a picture in the meantime you just keep going yeah so uh you know what's new with you uh nothing this is the part where, um, I'm Luke, and this is the part where well, I... Well, Luke says, actually, actually says stuff about his day. Well, we just wait a minute. Actually, Okay. What... <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, actually, what happens is that Luke, who is me, um, usually says to Matt, Hey, Matt, you see any good movies lately? So you see any good movies lately, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, name a couple. <laughs> Name a couple. I saw... Okay. I saw X-Men. Yeah, it sounds like a movie. In 2000 and... What was it, 2? Sounds like a movie Matt would watch, yeah. I saw X2, which was kind of more of the same, but... It's, it's X... It's it's twice as much X times 2. Yeah. I mean, they could have done a bit more, but whatever. Is the third one just going to be more Scrap. humans hate... Crap? Scrab, yeah. Is it? They, Brian Singer leaves and they hire Brett Ratner. Rat? He's li- literally with Rat in his name. And yeah, you better believe he's a Rat director who did great films like Tower Heist. And uh, that's all I can think. And X-Men 3, which everyone hates. Yeah, it's really... Wait, what's up? Is that the one Juggernaut? <laughs> yeah, and that's the one where he goes, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch! <laughs> oh, Don't Jesus. you know who I am? Should I sell this as an NFT? Oh. <laughs> yes, uh, save that, save that. That's that's a fraud. Like, how much can you get on the NFT market for that? Do you think at least fifty fart bucks? <laughs> fart bucks is that the currency now? Yeah, I think we're we're booba coin maybe. Bo- booba coin. <laughs> like, believe it. This will be the picture for the cop Instagram. <laughs> oh, 
I think Caitlin will let that fly. Well, okay, we'll, we'll negotiate with the social media manager, because, I mean, we, I mean, this is our enterprise here. Yeah. Know? Well, it's, it's not going to be much of a discussion. It's going to be posts. Or there's the door. Um, okay, so X-Men X2, I watched uh, the rebuild of Evangelion, You Are Not Alone. I started the second one. I think it's You Cannot Advance, maybe. Um... We watched Mulholland Drive. Yeah. That was awesome. Well, now that the old episode's gone, we have to talk about the room and the Greg situation. And also, I should just say, if if you were heartbroken that there wasn't an episode last week, it's because, look, I don't know what to tell you. The, the file length was like two hours long. We did trivia for, you know, two hours, if you can put one and two together there. And I won. Lucas won fair and square. And I have to have it put on the record that Matt didn't know Nier and Mello's name. <laughs> no, don't say that. Don't, don't tell them. Look, those guys suck ass. <laughs> They're so bad. Well, uh, you just watched the like show. like a little baby He-Man and then this <laughs> little, literally L2. Those guys suck. Well, you're right, okay? I, I take that L. I'll take that L, no pun intended. Um... I don't even think... We there saw was nothing Unfor- on the line. We saw Unforgiven. We saw Unforgiven. That was really lame. Just super, he didn't mean that. He didn't mean that. Just super boring. Clint Eastwood can't act. <laughs> he got a nomination for Best Actor for that role. I, I, and it won on. Best Picture for Best Movie of the Year at the Academy Awards. Guys. Best, best Movie of the Year. It's such a snooze fest. It's <laughs> it's so long, and it does not need to be that goddamn long. He... Clint Eastwood can't act. He's just... He's... I haven't been drinking whiskey for five years. <laughs> That's why he looks so pained all the time. And, like... Look, uh, Clint Eastwood, he's an American icon, okay? You don't understand. He's that's like, it. He's like Ronald Reagan, you know? It's just, like, he can do that one thing. He can just be tough guy. It's like when Sylvester Stallone was in Rocky, and then they tried to put him in other movies, and then it's just embarrassing. You see him in Judge Dredd. Oh, you don't like Rambo? Oh, I haven't seen it. Maybe I'll like that one. Oh, you don't like um, Rocky 2, 3, 4, and the rest of them? We saw a preview for Rocky 4. <laughs> and it's just the, the whole entire movie. So I'm going to say I've seen Rocky 4, yeah, and I it. don't like it. But what about the part when he says, "If he dies, he dies," and then he di- and then he kills him? How do people like that's that's like uh, American exploitation? And he beat the commie bastard. Yes! Oh my god, I'm creaming my pants. <laughs> Listen, buddy. All right, the nukes—they were gonna fly. Communism is when the guy kills your mentor. Yes, and well, that's what communist, and they'll kill your family, and they'll kill your friends, and they'll kill you. If we don't stop it. So enlist now. Get some war bonds. Don't enlist. Enlist now. Spend your time doing something way better. (laughs) Shout out to the military. Fight fight communists on the internet instead. (laughs) I commented on our local radio station's um, post today about COVID-19. They were just posting our stats. Which uh, which one? Uh, I guess I'll say whatever. Energy 106. And I uh, just yes. commented, fake news, in parentheses, don't ask me how. And then some guy replied, how? And I said, <laughs> bro, it's like 
dude, just, like, think about it. And he was like, no, I'm just fucking with you. I totally agree. This shit is totally fake. And he was being so earnest. And I was like, oh, God, this is embarrassing. It's kind of Orwellian in a sense, you know, if you really dissect it. Yeah, I don't want to talk with... There's just so many non-starters for me now after arguing with so many people on the internet. And if someone's just like, COVID is fake, I'm not talking to you (laughs) anymore. That's a pretty elaborate conspiracy. Like, there's a lot of people involved in that. Like, a really implausible amount of people. The whole world is, is... They're all planning against this one guy just so he has to wear a mask and sobeys it's just our, they're they're against our way of life they don't they're just that's it they're against our way of life we need a rocky where he fights like a, a vaccinated person <laughs> rocky takes a stance that i'm not getting vaccinated and then they get um a russian guy and they pump him up with six seven, well chinese person six seven shots of pfizer and yeah. they, more daily and they're going he's the best there's ever been and then rocky will uh, we'll, we just tank him and then rocky will get like a negative social credit score and it'll be and he'll and say jing billing and then he'll lose his job and then he'll start posting on 4chan too much you know that clip of john cena eating ice cream and he's speaking ch- uh, mandarin yeah. and he just keeps saying bing jiling i, I was guess he, was he talking real mandarin i that? guess so and i'm assuming that's like ice cream or yeah. something Bing chilling. John Cena is is a certified commie, okay? You know, he bows down to the Chinese government yes. when they tell yes. him, please don't recognize this independent state as an independent state. And he goes, yes, you're right. Yes, sir. My, <laughs> he goes, my bad. That's like Disney removing anything bad out of the Star Wars movies for uh, Chinese audiences. <laughs> just take Finn out. <laughs> Ray just schizophrenic the whole they, they would have deleted him they would have had a scene where Ray goes hey fan and then she turns around he's not there <laughs> it was all a dream <laughs> alright you want to talk about Greg Sestero yeah let's talk about the Greg situation uh, so the, 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 this is the second lost episode none of it will be uploaded this will be uploaded no I mean like the trivia we have okay there's like 40 minutes we have the 40 minutes so we have like a bit of the beginning and I'm thinking that we'll do trivia on um, December 16th for our two year anniversary mm-hmm. and we'll just add that in at the end as well, a bonus post credit scene okay yeah, yeah. alright let's talk about the sister, the short stero situation <laughs> you know it, it is what it is look you tell it alright here's what happened so we con- Greg and Stero was coming here to do uh, a screening of the room originally i think it was only two nights and it was one night there was gonna be like a q and a with greg sestero and the other night he was just gonna be there i think was the original plan it's, it was forever ago i think that was like 2020 yeah or was it 2019 or i want to say like originally it was scheduled for like spring 2020 and then that's when COVID happened i could be wrong I don't know. It was so long ago. And then it just got pushed back more and more and more. And then it happened uh, last... Wait. Yeah, last month? Or this month? Uh, this month. This month. Yes, this yes, month. yes. A couple weeks ago. Yeah. And um, when I heard that he was coming, originally I messaged him on like all social media platforms, sent him the spiel, basically just saying, <clears throat> come on the podcast, we'll interview you. It'll be a good time. We're small, but hey... You know, everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah. And then he was like, he replied, and he was like, yeah, I'm down. And I was like, all right, cool. And then 
Um, it got pushed back. And then in, like, September, he responded to my Facebook spiel. And he was like, yep, I'll be down um, <clears throat> soon. I was like, cool. And then in, like, October, late October, I messaged him again. And I was like, so we, we still on? What do you want to do? And then no response. Ghosted us. Uh, and then we sent a couple more messages. <laughs> hey, Greg, you know, time's running out here. But, uh, <laughs> we just, you know, we got to find a venue here. We got to set it up. We got to get you refreshments. Yeah. Uh, what's the situation? No response. No response. And then we see him at, we see Greg Shortstero at the uh, screening. And we go up to him and we try... Well, Matt goes up to him and he's like, Hey, we had a correspondence online. He should have been more direct in hindsight because he probably has people talking to him all the time. Uh, but it doesn't matter. He wasn't going to come on anyways. Yeah, it was too late. It was, it was too late at that point. We were yeah. already seething. Yes. I was already seething. <laughs> and then he was like, What did he say to you? He's like, Okay. And then he's like, Okay, yeah. I'll make sure to check my messages. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> And, you know, I gave him 30 bucks to get his book signed. Yep. And I was like, you know, maybe this, you know, maybe he'll pull through. He'll pull a furda here. He'll remember what he owes us. Well, the funny part was he didn't give Caitlin her change. <laughs> so not only did this guy bail on the show, he literally owes us $10. <laughs> he owes the show money. Yeah, Caitlin gave him... Two twenties for his signed book, which was thirty dollars, and then he was just like, "Thanks," and just took it as tip, I guess. <laughs> like, th there you go. Um, this rat bastard. Okay, Greg Ratstero. Greg <laughs> Ratstero. I don't know what to make of him, man. You know, if he had not responded to us at all, that would have been like you know all the other celebrities we DM. Yes, but that he let us on. You know? Yeah, well, like, why the fuck would you do that? <laughs> why would you do this, you know? Did he accidentally, like, open the message, and he's like, oh, I can't leave these guys on red? And then he did that a couple more times, and then... You know what I was thinking was, like, in that, that September message where you're like, hey, uh, let's let's meet up. He's like, yeah, hope to be down there. He didn't even say, like, oh, yeah, hope to meet up with you guys or anything. No, he... No, I sent him the spiel, and he said, I'd be happy to join. So he just so he just a straight rat bastard. Then I yeah. don't know. There's no excuse for short Stero. <laughs> and then um, like the day after he left, he messaged me again, and he was like, "Ah, oh, I couldn't make it, but we'll do it next time." Like next time you're doing the tour. Like is this a yearly thing? When? What do you mean, Greg? Oh, God, how do you fly this thing? <laughs> Greg, there is no next time. This was my one shot. It's over now. I'd be glad to join. Holy shit, he can't keep getting away with it. Let's do it next time. I'll be back soon. Uh, w when? <laughs> oh, like next month? Because, you know, I was really, we were really banking on this to boost the show. <laughs> and now I have payments um, that I've made on certain things that I don't think I'm going to be able to pay. And I'm short $10. And we're short $10 on top of that, too. Um, Greg... I'm mad and I'm disappointed. And it's just funny because he did his little spiel at the show um, and he was so energetic and then we saw him at the table and he was just like... He was dead. Just on his phone. He, he, I, like, he was, it was almost sad. <laughs> it's like, you know, we've met, like, celebrities on the circuit, I mean, like, obviously it's like, they're not going to get a genuine connection with the 5,000 fan they've met. Yeah. 
But I mean, Bruce Campbell was more charismatic than that. Yes. Um, basically, everybody was, you know, King Gizzard was pretty charismatic Very cool. when we met them. Like, he was just, like, he wanted, to, he didn't want to be there. Like, we couldn't even talk to him because, like, it was, like, I was, oh, God. You just knew, you just knew Winnipeg was the last place he wanted to be. <laughs> Sitting in the back of the park theater signing autographs. Greg. Oh, Greg. I talked to Billy West. I'm going to just cut to the clip. Someone uh, shot a reference at him, and he didn't get it. Do you remember that? And he asked yeah. him to repeat it like uh, four times. This was like I, I was sitting. You were in line, and I was sitting next to the man, and I was like, "Ooh, yikes!" And I was like, "Wow, that's like straight out of those like Comic Con cringe compilations where like where like it's just the nerds are just acting so awkward. Like I I don't even know what that's a reference to, by the way." What were they saying? Are you a silly little, little goose? goose? Yeah. Uh, they said that into the mic super quietly, and then he's like, what? And then they said it, like, probably three more times, and he said, I can't hear you. And then he said, are you a silly little goose? And then he said something to the effect of, oh, uh, yeah, or no. Uh, and then launched into a story to save face, but holy man. Nothing. Is that, like, a Futurama thing I'm missing? Is it, like, a Ren and Stimpy thing? I don't, I don't know. Look at Billy West. Are you are you a silly little goose? It was it was hard to watch. Like that was like legitimate cringe. Oh, it's Adventure Time. It's a, and everything. Uh, oh yeah, oh. he plays a goose okay. in. Yeah. The, oh, is that, is that like Jake's brother or something? He, he's one of Jake's friends. Okay, so there's Billy huh. West in Adventure Time. And probably someone calls him a silly little goose. Yeah, and they, yeah. So that was kind of... He was probably, in, he was in that one episode. And that was probably and like half a, a dec, maybe a decade ago. Yeah. Uh, it was... Uh, well, not a decade ago, but you know what I mean. Well, that show probably debuted like a decade or so ago. I imagine like... Well, I guess so. I was watching in high school, so... it's pro Adventure Time's probably like... Probably came out in like 2010 or 11 or something. Are you old yet? Oh, hell yeah. Not really, because I didn't watch enough of that show. It's really good. It's like, you know how people jazz up uh, My Little Pony and they're like, this yeah. is an amazing show. And then you watch it and it's just a shitty kid's show. Yeah. This is like actually a good show. I've seen a few episodes and I like it. It has a certain charm and it seems pretty influential for cartoons in the last decade for sure. Uh... Which previewed... Oh, 2010. Previewed in 2010. 11 years old. Damn. Feel old yet? <laughs> I do. How old do you feel? Um, Much older than your actual age, I imagine. Yes. But yeah, that was that was really unbearable. And then there, there are people online, and then they're like, alright, that's the end of the Q&A. Like, why didn't you tell those people yeah, that? I, I went, like, last minute, I was like, okay, I'll go ask a question. And then they're like, yeah, you know. <laughs> nah, <laughs> what nah, the nah, fuck? Billy, there's, Billy doesn't have time for you right now. Billy's falling like, asleep. And I was like, shit, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> it's now time for Billy. Come on. Okay, so this episode is in memory of Stan Lee, who allegedly died 
Um, <laughs> in 2018, due to some health issues related to his age which was significant um <laughs> i just wanted to, the episode is about fantastic four and not fan four stick or or fantastic four 2005 the real one the 1994 one the corman one the unreleased one so I just I got a little speech here. I just copy and pasted this from biography. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is this? This is from the Fantastic Four page. Just to uh, give everyone a history of Fantastic Four and for you. Why don't you? you uh, let's skip the first part. Okay, no, you, I'm you, reading it all. Just the first paragraph. And you want to veto that one? Yeah. D- no, just the fir- just read the first one. Well, I'm not gonna do that. I'll read. I'll read these. It's 760 words. Yeah. This is what well, the, we know, the we'll, listeners hey, tune in for. Don't worry. We'll throw that on the cop post and they can uh, read no, it. I'll read it right now on air. It's just, no, it's just, you a know. Pro, uh, apocryphal <laughs> legend has it that in 1961, you can, we can like take turns like you would in elementary school if you want. <laughs> yeah, sure, bud. Apocryphal legend has it that in 1961, Longtime Magazine, and hopefully you learned something from this and the listeners too, magazine and comic book publisher Martin Goodman was playing golf with either Jack Leibowitz or Erwin Donenfeld of rival company DC Comics. Oh, we hate them. Then known as National Periodical Publications. Oh, mouthful. DC is way better. Stupid name, yeah. Dick Cheney Comics. And that the top (laughs) executive bragged about DC's success with the new superhero team, the Justice League of America. I didn't know that. Did you, that they were called of America? (laughs) Yeah, I did. Well, all right. While while filming, uh, while film producer and comics historian Michael Uslin has debunked the particulars of that story... (laughs) What does he know? Goodman, a publishing trend follower, aware of the JLA's strong sales, did direct his comics direct editor, Stan Lee, unknown last name, to create a comic book series about a team of superheroes. According to Lee, writing in 1974, Martin mentioned... What does his voice sound like? Mar- ah, Martin Men- You've seen him in all those Marvel movies. He goes, oh, uh... Martin mentioned that he had noticed one of the titles published by National Comics seemed to be selling better than most. It was a book called The Justice League of America. (coughs) It's hurting my throat. No wonder he allegedly died. And it was composed of a team of superheroes. If the Justice League is selling spoke he, why don't we put out a comic book that features a team of superheroes? So that's kind of setting the tone. Now... Let's just get into well. Okay, uh, let me paraphrase phrase this. Um, no, no paraphrasing. I w- okay. You paraphrase shady things happen. I mean, people paraphrase like Nazi documents so, and then the Holocaust <laughs> didn't happen. Read it so, verbatim. So let me see, let me read this first. Um, okay, Lee, who had served as editor in chief and yeah, art that's direct- enough. Okay, next paragraph, quick. Next. Yeah, paragraph. No, I'm reading it. Why well, it was my I'm turn? Giving, okay, well, read it verbatim. I'm like I'm gonna take liberties. You're like, not. Come on. I can't. Okay. Um, the, the people Lee, need to know this. Lee was the editor in chief of Marvel Comics and art director. And its predecessor company is not important. Nobody's gonna remember that. Timely Comics and Atlas Comics for two decades. So and then he was like, uh, just this once, I'd like to do a type of story I would enjoy reading. Yeah. Um. Uh, which was probably a first for him, of course. 
and they'd be flesh and blood. They'd have their faults, and the characters would be the kind of characters I yeah, could personally they, they, relate they'd to. They'd be fallible and feisty. Yeah, and they they'd have feet of clay. I don't know what that means. Costume booties. Oh, they'd have, still Stuff. have feet of clay. I don't know what that means. Like they're still you can they're mushy. They're not rock song. Okay. Next. So this okay. So I'll read this one. Lee provided <laughs> one of his. Can you cut it down? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here, why don't we? Okay, here. No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. Just let me school you. Maybe you'll learn something. <laughs> Lee provided one of his earliest recorded comments on the creation of the Fantastic Four for a fanzine, kind of like a fan magazine, in 1968. <laughs> during which time Jack Kirby was also working at Marvel. Kirby himself is interviewed. I don't know who this is. Ker- Kirby? No clue. Never heard of him. Kirby himself. I bet is- he. I bet he stole stuff from Stanley. Well. Maybe we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, let's see if he stole some credit from him. Kirby himself is interviewed separately in the same publication. When asked who conceived the team, him or Kirby, Lee responded, Both. Twas mainly my idea, but Jack created characters visually. Oh, nice. In the 1974 book Origins of Marvel Comics, Lee... What is Lee? Is that his nickname? Lee? Yeah. Lee described the creative process in more detail, stating that he developed the basic characters as well as a story synopsis. Oh, this is a mouthful. For the first issue, penciler Jack Kirby to follow. Yeah. And then... Lee... Well, I'm not done. Lee (laughs) Lee noted the involvement of both Kirby... Well, he he noted Kirby's involvement and publisher Martin Goodman prior to preparing a synopsis. After kicking kicking it around with Martin and Jack for a while, decided to call our quaint quartet the Fantastic Four. And then basically he wrote the synopsis for the whole story, gave it to Kirby, and he said, hey, just kind of draw it and leave the bubbles for me to do because you you can't write. Yeah, let me tell the story, Bob. So apparently... Okay. And then here's Kirby's point of view. I think this guy's kind of a hack. He recalled events somewhat differently, as they all always do. It's so convenient. Yeah. Just oh, actually, that's all wrong. Oh, and, and he's I a liar. Wow. Convenient, Mister. Uh, what is it, Kirby? Yeah, Kirby. In 1970, fanzine. I think that's like a fan magazine interview. He confirmed Lee. There's a Lee again. Lee's involvement in the creation of the Fantastic Four, but took credit for the main characters and ideas, stating it was my idea. It was my idea to do it the way it was. My idea to develop it the way it was. I'm not saying Stan had nothing to do with it. Of course he did. Uh, we talked things out. Yeah, what Stan had to do with it was he made Fantastic Four. He made the comic books and yeah. he made Marvel. Yeah. And we don't have to read the rest. It's all just kind of Kirby lying. That's I think they called him Lying Kirby on the back, <laughs> or Lying Jack. One of I don't know, but just a hack. And Stan, we miss you. Just send us a message back because we know you're alive and well. Uh, should I save this? I'm not gonna save that. Yeah. So that. So yeah. Uh, R.A.P. Uh, rest in peace, <laughs> Stanley. Um. We miss probably him. getting raped by the devil in hell, um, and uh, that's, uh, that's that's it. That's it. Murder she wrote. Now, Fantastic Four. Let's talk about the movie because that's what people come here for. Yeah, let's do that. Um, did you learn anything? Um, yeah, I found I I didn't hear about this Kirby guy until um, oh. until today. Who would want this ever? It's like when you're watching... It's like, you know when you want, like, to watch, but you also want to browse a little? I'm not that much of a crackhead, guys. I can watch well, a video. what if it's like... It's like a podcast, 
And then you just like, yeah, put us in the corner. Let me go see what Markiplier's got going on. If you put us in the corner, stop listening to our show right now. I can <laughs> tell you that. They can't put us in the corner. We're not on YouTube. Not yet. I've been teasing the YouTube for a while. It's coming, it, It's guys. coming. How's this? Do you like this kind of format? <laughs> yeah. That, this is really immersive, actually. It's actually the Fantastic Four in this movie. The Fantastic Four? Yeah, I just saw the V in the title. It, was this your first time watching this movie? Yeah. Okay, uh, should we give a break? It's a Fantastic Four. I mean, if you know him from the DC comics, you've seen him a million times. It's uh, you got it's clobbering time. You got the woman, <laughs> and you got Flamey Fl- Flamer. What's his name? Flamer. Flamer, and you got Doctor <laughs> Stretch, and they're <laughs> he's got Stretch Armstrong, <laughs> and they're they're here to stop MF Doom in this movie. Uh, Caitlin didn't know that Doctor uh, Doctor Doom was a character, and she just kept calling him MF Doom, and I was like, "You what?" <laughs> and I was like, "You know that like MF Doom is like based off of him, right?" She's like, "What?" <laughs> he, it's it's kind of sign of the times that he's more relevant than Doctor Doom is. Yeah. Maybe we should set the tone even more. Um, I said, "A Fritos, Cheetos, Doritos, and Skeetos." <laughs> What's the alphabet again? Uh, oh, here we go. All right. Let's uh, set the top. Here, we're going to set this. That really, yeah. Here. He doesn't lay down any sick bars in this movie, unfortunately, which is really disappointing, but whatever. I guess, like, this is his origin, so next movie he can do that. Yeah, you can barely understand him the whole movie. <laughs> Let's talk about this movie, okay? Okay, okay, okay. All right. Actually, you know, I'll give a little background, because the cult aspect is interesting, I guess. Because this movie didn't come out. <laughs> um, and you know what's funny is that Stan Lee basically came out, like, a, I think a year or maybe same year the movie was supposed to come out. It was, like, basically, like, yeah, that movie was never going to come out. Um, it was just to hold on to the rights. What, what do you mean? So basically, it was, like, they were going to lose the rights to the characters if they didn't start production or didn't use them in a production Why? at a certain date. I don't know. I guess it's a clause they have, like, in the contract with Marvel or something. I don't know why that is. Who is going to lose the rights? Like, the studio. Like, I don't know who made... Oh, the studio had a thing with... Okay, okay, okay. okay, They were going to lose the rights to make it. It was like, you have this much time, and then, like, at this day, if you don't have the movie started, you don't have these characters anymore. I'm giving it to someone else. So they made this movie, and everyone thought it was just going to be a movie, and it had a poster, and everyone's like, yeah, it's coming out. I had, like, a... It had, like, a premiere planned. And then, like, two days before the premiere, they're, like, cease and desist. They, like, stopped the... Pr- they they went to the cast to, like, stop promotion. Like, like, Marvel went? No, the studio. And they're, like, it's cancelled. And the execs were, like, yeah, the movie's cancelled. To, to the director, who didn't know. He's like, yeah, it's not coming out. <laughs> that's and a Mulholland Drive shit. That's a Mulholland <laughs> Drive shit, yeah, for real. And then the movie never came out. Um, and the copies that you see now are VHS bootlegs. Weird. So basically, this was um, a money laundering scheme of yeah, a film. Yeah, must be involved in this. <laughs> almost, almost certainly. Okay, he kind of looks like Ben Grimm in this movie, okay? So, um, yeah. This movie wasn't supposed to come out, and nobody was supposed to see it. And that might have been for the best, who's to say? Um, Lucas, what do you think about this movie? I don't hate it. 
Me neither. It's just kind of whatever. It's it's just, there are some moments here and there where you, this is like it's so incompetent that you can't help but laugh. Like they they do this one effect. I think two times where they just spin the image around. Yeah, fuck when the thing beats up some guy <laughs> yes. and they literally just rotate the camera and they put those sound effects and then boom, they're beat up. I was like, no way. I was like, no fucking way. That shit is so good. And then they do it again when Ben, ben transforms. Is that a thing that he can do? Like go no, human mode? No. That was the funniest part was they have this one scene where Ben... Um, like the the thing the the clobbering time where he has to rescue this girl and it's the one part in the movie where ah my powers go away yeah convenient <laughs> and then he goes outside and they immediately come back <laughs> that's so convenient such a good script so, so cool. engaging so cool so engaging <laughs> so arresting um yeah so basically the plot is i'm assuming this is it's like the you, standard it's pretty, Fantastic Four it's fair. It's pretty faithful to the comics, actually, like, for the most part. Like, the yeah. origin and stuff, yeah, it's pretty faithful. So it's like, okay, Reed and his buddy, form buddy Victor are these big brains in college, and they're like, let's do this experiment when this comet passes by. Yeah. And then Reed's like, mm, I don't know, maybe we should do a simulation, and Victor's like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> No, 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 this is the simulation. Well, he was like, "We, yeah, sure, we can do that." He, he's like Greg Short Sterrow in this movie. He's like, "Yeah, for he sure." Greg Short Sterrow's him, and he's like, and then he's like, "Can we do a simulation?" And then he's like, "No time, no time." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay." So they do this test, and then something happens, and then lightning strikes, <laughs> and it goes into Victor, and he goes, "Ah!" <laughs> yeah, Caitlin was like, man, it's taking a long time for him to die. That was so fucking funny. That scene where he's yelling, going, ah, he's getting shocked like that. There's no way to do that right, okay? So Victor gets shocked, and then he's dead, Jim. Yeah. And then it goes for 10 years, and Reed is, <laughs> Reed is a scientist, and Ben is his buddy, and he's like, yeah, we're going to pilot this thing in space to do a science expedition whatever and reed groomed the invisible woman okay yeah and then they pick up these two kids that they knew uh and then oh wow she's really sexy now that's really awesome <laughs> you know what they make there was a weird choice to have reed no sue when she was a kid because the implications there are frightening that's not a thing in the comics no it's not a thing he just meets her as an adult so it's not uh, grooming he where, where does he meet her I don't... I can't remember. Okay. Um, but then, um, yeah, they take him on this mission, and, uh, yeah, and, yeah, there's the fant- Then they go on... Sp- you know the story. Everyone's seen it. They yeah. go to space. They get hit by the cosmic rays, and they come back, and they're like, whoa! And they're the Fantastic Four. Boom, big reveal. Uh, also, Victor is actually alive. He's doomed. Boom, boom second big reveal. <laughs> um, how did they survive the crash? Uh, their powers are epic. Make them more <laughs> epic. I like the scene where uh, Reed goes, or I guess a Ben Ben and Reed go to what? What's their name? Storm. Susan. The Storm residence. Yeah, yeah. And they talk to their mom, and they're like, "Can we take them to outer space?" <laughs> and she's that, like, ah! that, "That was actually kind of funny in a weird way." The thing with this movie is that it's like it's like so campy. It's like, is this a spoof? <laughs> but no, it's just sincere, because this is just how they made movies in the 90s, for real. I'm going to just play... This isn't going to sound good, but I'm just going to play this out loud. Uh, oh, shit. 
Um, okay, let's, they use this breaking glass sound effect when that blind lady falls over, and it's like the cheapest thing imaginable. Listen to this. Ray, what's going on? Like, you've literally heard that before. Like, that's a soundboard sound of, like, glass breaking. And all the punches are like... That's the Wilhelm scream. There's so much... Like, the sound in this is so corny. It's not just that. It just has, like, these corny musical cues. Yeah. Okay, dude. This soundtrack sounds like a ripoff of Jurassic Park. Did you notice that? <laughs> I did. I, I noticed that there's a lot of, like, kind of, like, the orchestral stuff kind of like that. Yeah. But I the whole, for me, like, I was just watching the movie, and I was like, this, this, the music is corny somehow. Like, just the way they do everything. They'll have, like, in the scene, Ben meets Alicia, and it's like, oh, it's love at first sight. So they go, la, la, la. <laughs> I guess they go, da, 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 Yes. Da, da. <laughs> like, basically, yeah. Okay. Um... Yeah, the the music in this is silly. It's just such a corny film. It's like it's hard to hate it in that regard because even though it's not good, it's like it doesn't take itself terribly seriously. No, and it's relatively entertaining. Can you explain to me who this character is? Okay, in I was confused because I watched this movie and then I was like, oh, that the the guy shows up. Okay, there's this well, guy. Should, yeah, explain explain the guy. This guy, there's this like secondary antagonist in this movie called the jeweler, <laughs> and he takes jewels, <laughs> and he lives like underground with outcasts. Yes, misfits. And, and like at first I was like, okay, this guy's mole man, because they, because <laughs> Fantastic Four has an enemy called Mole Man, and, okay. and he's a guy who wears like those glasses, like so you like um, magnifying. No, it's like those glasses with just slits on them, like to block. Oh yeah, yeah. And then he's just the mole guy, and he lives on the ground. So I was like, oh, that's Mole Man. But then he's not Mole Man. He's a guy called the Jeweler. I don't know if they didn't have the rights to that or something. The Jeweler's not a guy in the comics. No. They just made that up. So I was like, okay, I guess this is their version of Mole Man. Because he lives underground, and he has, like, that visor Mm -hmm. thing. So I was like, and he's kind of ugly. He's He's a rat. He's kind of ratish. So I was like, okay, this is Mole Man. He's not. He's the jeweler in this. He sucks, too. Yeah, he's just your little B-villain, and he's just a nuisance. He's just a nuisance, yeah. He takes their he takes the diamond that they were using to power their ship and gives uh, puts a fake one in its place, and that's why their ship crashes. So they make him kind of integral to the story, I guess. And I like that they just kept that jewel in their apartment and not at the like not in security at the um, at the actual ship, which they would be doing testing on relentlessly before they launch it into space. Yeah, like this is like this is like the power source for the ship, and you just have it sitting on a table. They do an explanation for what the diamond does. It's and, so dumb, and they're just like, "Oh, it heats up, and then it releases heat, and then it cools down, and then it's like <laughs> Dennis ready to heat up again." I was like, "Wait a minute, go back." <laughs> Go back. Say it again. It doesn't make sense. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's what every, every material in the universe does, is it heats up, lets out heat, and then it can be heated up again. It'd be cooler if it heated up and then it stayed heated up forever. Yes. Uh, otherwise, it's just a rock. Yeah. Uh, they have that weird plot device. And then that's like the MacGuffin for the film, because Doom's like, I need that. And the girl. And the girl. The blind girl. And the blind lady's like, I need that. So there's... The jeweler steals her because he's like, oh, that's my prize. And that's the other thing. That's why the other reason I thought she was, he was Mole Man, because she's like, ah, she's, he sees her and he's like, ah, my beautiful queen. And I was like, because she's blind, I guess. 
Oh, yeah, I guess Mole Man would be But it, there's no Mole... They don't say Mole Man in this. <laughs> so he's not officially Mole Man. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, that was wild. Um, I got to talk about Doctor Doom, and we see him all masked up. I don't know why they decided to do this, but they don't dub his lines, and you just hear him talking behind his mask. The whole <laughs> it's kind of a Bane moment. And I swear to God, he, it, at one point he says, don't lose your cool, and I had to rewind it like three times, because I thought he was saying, don't lose your poo. Dude, I thought he said that too. <laughs> and I was like, what? Why would he say poo? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> And I rewinded it, and I didn't figure it out like you did. I was just like, whatever. Because there's no <laughs> subtitles on this, because it's it's on fucking YouTube. 360p quality. Unfortunately, we went to Blockbuster, and they had no copies of this. You have to watch this on YouTube, 360p quality. Um, it's not great to look at. Um, yeah. <laughs> Doom does not say poo in this movie. One scene where they escape and he like comes back and he's trying to do a speech and he's like ah so now you will see it, like he reminded me of Darth Helmet in this movie and it's like it's funny because like you they're almost you almost feel like hey some people say that Vader is inspired a little bit by Doom because he's this ruler who's got a it mask. came out before yeah Doom this, like the first issue of Fantastic Four where he was in was like in sixty two or something oh I, sh- I said that in my spiel I should have remembered sorry so <laughs> It was like 15 years before Vader. Okay. And then you kind of see them crib a little bit of Vader in this, but he's so, like, he's literally villain the villain in this. He has no dimension, no personality. No. He's talking like you would to make fun of a villain, where he yes. goes, ah, Dr. Richards, <laughs> you finally arrived. And he says, now you will meet your doom. I am doom. <laughs> There's like a cool scene, like his layer is cool. Before they actually show doom and then just show like his eye yep. and stuff like that. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's a little bit of comic book dramatic flair. Yeah. But otherwise, uh, he kind of sucks uh, ass in this. They've never done doom right in any of these movies. His costume's okay. Yep. Like, And the thing with this movie is that like the effects are cheap. Yes. Okay. The thing, he looks like a Ninja Turtle. He's the best part of the movie. He is. Yeah. Like, visually? Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, and his, like, lips move and his everything. Lips move. He looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, in, in today, by today's standards, he looks yes. like a Ninja Turtle. Yes. His lips don't move enough. <laughs> um, and then when fucking... Whenever Reed stretches, they always play <laughs> some camera shit to... It's so goofy. The last scene of the movie is him... Like him and okay, spoiler him alert. Him and Sue survive the movie and they get married, and then the last scene is they just have this huge like rubber hand arm sticking out of the limo and it's going like this, and it, it looks goofy as shit. Then they have Johnny and he's got some fire. They use some practical effects for the fire stuff. And he's the worst actor. He's so bad in this. They miscast Johnny so bad. He's like he's like a like a. It's like a direct-to-video comedy actor or something. He's, he's like, like <laughs> he's like the bumbling in it. Like the scene where he's like, there's two hilarious dialogue moments for him. One is where they're they crash and then they're like at the fire and they're like, what are we gonna do? And he's like, yo, I'm a walking blowtorch. My sister <laughs> can turn invisible. You know, you missed the stretchy man now. Like, what, how am I gonna calm down, man? And I was like, no fucking way. He's the, he's the worst in this movie in like a kind of entertaining way. There's also the scene where he's like. Uh, flame on, and then he's flame off, and then he's like, oh, 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 flame off, flame off, man. Oh, oh. Um, he's kind of a goofy actor. Yeah, he's the probably the worst actor in this. The yeah. rest of the cast is like okay. 
they're, like they're not good yeah but they're like they, they do they're all fine the reed is arguably the best cast one it's easy to do reed because he just has to be a kind of a cold robot man yeah who likes science and has um gray fucking like i don't even know what you call those streaks like streaks yeah and it's here that's that's all you have to do and then for even for susan storm you just have just have her be in love with reed <laughs> I have to go back. I, I have to go back to it. Doctor Doom comes in this room. He does a speech, or he starts to do a speech, and then they've escaped, and he just like is silent for a bit, and he goes, "Hmm." That was actually funny. That like that was a legitimate funny moment. Yes. And it's like in those moments, you're like, "Hey, the movie knows that it's like can't. Yeah. It's supposed to be silly, so it kind of works in that regard." There's some other decent stuff, like, um, the like the poor effects suit the film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I like the sequence with the cosmic rays. It almost goes 2001-ish. Yes. Almost. Yeah. And they even do the thing where, like, Kirby had this thing called the Kirby Dot or the Kirby Crackle. I fucking, (laughs) I don't know. I just read this on a trivia thing. Okay. And where it's, like, he would just show, like, space or radiation with, like, black dots with, like, red around them. They they even do that. So I thought that was a cool little homage in the cosmic ray. Look up the Kirby Crackle with a K. They yeah, oh. it's like that, and they have that sequence, and it was almost it was like almost like well done hmm. that scene, and they have like the light glaring on them. It's like two thousand one did that scene four hundred million times better, but you can tell those guys had seen that movie. Uh, yeah, so that was kind of cool. Um, it's not the worst looking movie. Like, there's some decent shots. I I don't think we've reviewed any Roger Corman before. But I think he kind of gets the B-movie. I think he's like a B-movie director, right? Does he? I don't, I've never seen... I don't think I've seen anything else with him. Is it with a C? Yeah, there it is. Uh, let's take a look, because I just know him from this. Boom, he... No, he didn't do Silence of the Lambs. What the fuck? Okay, oh, Producer 515 credits? Holy... He did Sharktopus vs. Terracuda? He did Death Race Inferno? Holy crap. Camel spiders? He's Piranacond. <laughs> money into fucking everything. God damn. Okay, director. Let's actually see. Uh, yeah, these are all looking... They're looking B-ish. Yes. The Terror. Tales of Terror. X. The man with X-ray eyes. Okay, that, that, looks, that looks hella epic. Wasn't this... Oh, I thought um, Ed Wood was involved in this for some reason. That's weird. We should do that movie. Does he, has he done... Is this his most famous movie? Like, has he done... Fantastic Four? Oh, he did Little Shop of Horrors? Okay. What? The 1961. Oh. Okay. Um, and then... He did a Machine Gun Kelly biopic. Wow, ahead of its time. In 1958? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we're going backwards. That's basically it. They didn't even credit him for Fantastic Four in this. I guess well, it's, it's, not, unreleased it's not a real yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know what? Like, it's got... It, it does have that kind of B-movie quality where it's enjoyable in a bad way. And I guess he's been doing it for a long time. Since 57. Shit, he's been doing it for 40 years at that point. God damn. Maybe we'll check out some Roger Corman movies. Uh, maybe we'll do, like, a double feature for The Little Shop because that's a cult movie. I guess the, the newer, gooder one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Could do. Th- I just clicked on this because it sounded like a Star Trek episode, Naked Paradise. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, but yeah, it doesn't look terrible. I mean, it would look a lot better in 
a resolution greater than 360p, and but it, we'll it, never know. It sucks because they destroyed the film negatives. Like, this was really a money laundering scheme, guys, where they were like, let's put the movie on, then two days before, they're like, gone, destroy it, burn it. So That is so... I, so bizarre. And that's so long ago that we'll never know why that happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, like... The, for like it's either a right like it's either a right thing or they're like wow this movie is really really shit but even if it was really really shit why not just release it and, and make money some back? money back so it has to be something happened yeah where marvel's like actually fuck you or maybe marvel maybe stan lee watched this and was like actually whoa this sucks yeah and he was don't, like don't, don't release don't this. this oh yeah and actually we're gonna just veto those rights <laughs> what studio was this i don't know which studio made this um <laughs> sorry for all the typing noise <laughs> unreleased film uh distributed by new horizons pictures huh. uh Oh, it's it's a company founded by Roger Corman. Okay. Okay. This and Terry like, Gilliam. Okay, this has money laundering all over it. <laughs> Wait, well, so Terry Gilliam. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? Oh, nope. he's still alive. Okay, let's ask him. Let's ask. Yeah, we'll have him on the show. Was is he involved in this at all? No. no. <laughs> it would be cool if he was. I see Toxic Avenger. Um... Someone says, even if it does resemble Toxic Avenger more than Spider-Man. That's true. And I remember in Toxic Avenger, I said they ripped off the relationship between Ben. Yes. Because they Ben has a blind lady because yeah. he can only be loved because he's ugly by a blind lady. And they do that again. It's, I don't, I wouldn't say it's Toxic Avenger. It has that kind of tone, although it's not nearly as violent or as, uh, you know, exploitative as Toxic Avenger. But yeah, it's probably closer than a, than a Spider-Man. It's like such a quaint little adventure. <laughs> it really does feel like something you would put on, like you would turn on the TV and see like, ah, oh, it's just this little group of super guys. And I mean, you could probably change the names and change the costumes a little and just be whatever, like any other TV superhero movie. Just with more money and like a slightly better script, it would just be like a, a decent kids movie. Yeah, I feel like I kind of want to know what would the reception would have been like if this came out, like if this would have been a hit. Like I have a feeling that... If this just came out as is, it would not be a hit. Like in the theaters? No. No fucking way, <laughs> dude. You do that spin uh, spin attack with some sound effects and people will be walking that out. That was so good, man. That, that that was the best effect in the movie. And is this scene where they're explaining why they got their powers, like, canon? Where he's like, no, because it. you're a hothead. And he goes, holy Freud! Uh, holy Freud, Batman! Batman. <laughs> little, bat, little national periodical publications reference. <laughs> uh, no, it's like, that's... But people... But that's been said in the comics as, like like in retrospect they just gave them powers that were cool and then they were like but uh ben is like of the rock of the group so he got rocked and it's kind of flimsy yeah why did they fuck ben so hard like they just ruined (laughs) his life yeah that's that's also a big thing in the comics is that ben is like damn you guys really got the better deal yes like like you can just fly and turn into flames and and my my cock is made out of rocks. And is I that canon? And I can't turn back. Well, yeah. <laughs> Actually? Yeah, you think he has a human cock? What issue was that? First appearance of they the don't... cock. <laughs> they don't show his cock, but they make it a point. And sometimes in the comics, he'll like, Reed will be like, oh, I have a temporary solution. Or, oh, he gets turned back of the magic, whatever. And that's always when he's like, hey, Alicia, 
booty call Alicia immediately. <laughs> let's go. Not joking. It's like, let's go. Like, this is our time. I also really like the scene where Susan just has costumes. And I said, like, that's a bit try hard to just be like, I made us costumes, you know? Like, <laughs> in real life, they'd be like, what? Susan, Susan doesn't have much of a character in this, except she's a simp for Reed for no reason. <laughs> well, because he groomed her. Because he groomed it. Okay, like, to be fair, like, the way they show it, he didn't actually groom her. He gives her a little kiss and in the beginning. Yeah, I, but do you kiss young girls? All the, the time. <laughs> all the time. Like, he did Okay, like, he, they. it's just enough that they could get away with it, especially in 94. He gave her a little kiss, and he's like, that's what a grown-up kiss feels like. I'll I give you more <laughs> when you come back from the mission. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a little sus from Reed. Um, the costumes actually are okay. What? <laughs> like, they're shitty, but like... Okay, I'm gonna say this right now, okay? This is the best costumes the Fantastic Four have had on screen. <laughs> it's so classic. It's pretty close to the original. Like, look up the original. Look at Fantastic Four, like, 61. Yeah. It's just like one of those things oh, where it's God. like, it's it's in the same camp as um, that Captain America. This. Um, why are <laughs> okay, the fucking infographic? <laughs> show us the fucking thing. Uh, these. Yeah, except they don't have the white thing, which is kind of goofy, like the bib. Oh, the bib in, the, in this. Yeah, the bib <laughs> is a little much. Like it's a little too long. Um, there's costumes in the other movies are shit in Fantastic in Fan Four Stick they don't even have any and then in Fantastic Four 2005 it's just like they try to make it like like it's like an X-Men when they're like ah, make it we're, epic we're not gonna wear yellow spandex so they just wear blue jumpsuits and it's like hey <laughs> whatever it's, uh, street clothes two issues first uniforms three issues classic costumes 190 also oh, they covered them head to toe that's cute but then he but then he learns to love himself right and w- and they gave him shorts in the comics in this movie they they only showed in like towards the end but he's wearing like a fucking diaper it's <laughs> like it's like it's like boxer it's like like briefs like they're like they're tidy whities like go to the end to like go to the wedding scene yeah and then go look oh, yeah, <laughs> right there right here look at that Put why is he wearing fucking underwear? Just give him shorts. Just like and he's got like a bulge too. Like oh my god, what were they thinking? I have to go back to the scene where they're getting tortured. I don't know if you notice this, but all of them are in lots of pain when they're being tortured. But Reed is just straight faced. Uh, let me. It's because Reed is a psychopath for real. They're all like ah, she's like, ah. <laughs> and then Reed is just kind of like hmm. <laughs> interesting. Let's and Johnny's, going, Johnny's like. And I guess Ben doesn't feel anything because he's super mega awesome. <laughs> yeah, look at that fucking face. Oh and then God. cut to read. Come on, show me it. And then he's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's because Reed is insane, man. He's psycho. <laughs> he's crazy. Doesn't him and uh, uh, Doctor Strange have this little club? Yeah, they have the Illuminati and a couple other big Marvel hitters. Oh, that's, really? That's, like, later. That, like, I think the first appearance was, like, 2006 or something, but, yeah. Who else joins? It's, like, Iron Man, and he represents the Avengers, and then Black Panther represents, like, Wakanda. 
and then they have Namor there because he represents Atlantis. And they have Who's Char- Namor. He's like Aquaman but okay. from Marvel. And then they have Charles Xavier to represent the X Men. And it's like the Illuminati, and it's like they make the big decisions that like. Yeah. The morally ambiguous decisions, because all those guys are kind of assholes. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if they had Captain America on, he'd be like, no, we're not doing this. We're not blowing up a planet to save a <laughs> planet. But then, no, they just, they get the scumbags at Marvel. <laughs> they get Reed, they get Namor, they get Iron Man. What, what does uh, Doctor Strange represent? Like the, like the mystical part of Marvel, like the magic portion. Like the devil and stuff? Yeah. That Spider-Man gives his firstborn son to or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, actually, yeah. Isn't Santa Claus um, Marvel canon as well? I've seen, that, I've seen that, like, that factoid more than I've seen him in comics. There's, like, one comic where, like, he, he is a canon. And he's, like, an, <laughs> he's, like, an Omega-level mutant or something or some shit like that. Is Omega-level the highest or Yeah, lowest? that's, like, that's, like, the best. That's the best. Omega males? It's Omega mutants are the best, and then Sigma mutants are the worst. But they grind. Don't worry, they grind. Is that actually how no, it is? No. Omega <laughs> is the highest, though. All right, I gotta look this up. Santa Claus, Marvel. Does Marvel have the rights to Santa Claus? He's also canon in DC. Like, Holy shit, okay. look at that. I'm gonna pretend I didn't see that. Uh, what is he saying? Fuck Christmas? Fuck those crybabies? Oh, this must be like a uh, Deadpool Ab- comic. Almost. Oh, look, there it is. Literally next panel, Deadpool. Holy, I swear I didn't see that. I, I, I swear to God. That's, that's just Deadpool shit, you know, to have Santa... Uh, yeah, I think that's the traditional representation. He's also canon in DC. There's like an issue where he gives Darkseid Cole. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Is, I really... Click away from that. Now, now, Santa now. Claus, the most powerful Marvel mutant? Geek, Geek and sundry. Sun- Let's see. There's gonna be so many goddamn ads. Probably a hentai ad on this page. Omega-level mutants, Santa Claus. He's so super-duper powerful. What is he This article power? is two sentences long. We all know about mutants. Okay, well, let's read it. <laughs> no, look. Santa Claus appeared as a mutant in a six-page X-Men <laughs> short story. Let's analyze that for two hours. <laughs> How long is that video? Click on it. Uh, please don't play aloud. What's up, guys? Oh, okay. I can't, can no. I? Oh, no. no. You don't get to see. I don't get Just to watch. see that one. Just watch. Can I... Okay, here we go. Oh, four minutes. Okay, so like a minute for each page he's on. Let's see these pages. He's, yeah, he's just like in a one-off <laughs> X-Men special, and then people are like, he's canon. And I was like, yeah, but like, he's not like... It'd be cool if they made Santa Marvel comics, though. Are these worth a lot, these one-offs? Like, this special, I've never heard of it. I'm sure it's worth a couple bucks, because this first appearance of Santa Claus... <laughs> <laughs> The first appearance of Santa Claus, eh? Yeah, that's first, that's that's worth a hell of a lot. Second, I got a second appearance and third appearance of Santa Claus, and I'm worth as much, but oh well. Uh, should I accept cookies? Yeah, man, it's geek and sundry. Don't you want to be uh, looking at who's the girl in the Loki trailer? These kind of old. God damn! The, in, <laughs> are these people go? Have they I, gone I, under? Yeah. The Wild West awaits on tabletop and screen in desperate. You, you guys fell off. What the fuck? You guys fell off. That's like D&D stuff. I don't do that nerd shit. How many bags? Okay, here's the thing. This is the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Um, it's getting two out of five bags of popcorn. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. I gave like the same score to uh, Reefer Madness, I think. Just four out of ten. Like it 
didn't offend me, but it just it sucks. Like I would watch this again, yeah. But like I would need substance abuse to happen, and then it would be more funny and cooler. And then I would get it hyped. I did get hyped when he said it's clobbering time, like two or three times. He said it twice, and I was happy each time. And the most goaded moment in the movie is like ten minutes in their movie. Like they couldn't fucking hold it. They had to blow their load early. They're like, "Hey, let's go to the mission." And then the mom's like, "Look at you!" And they turn around. And yes. Like, yes. Look at you, my Fantastic Four. And they have the music swell. And I'm like, "What and are then you doing?" They're st- all standing there smiling in like a perfect and pose. Then- <laughs> uh, and, and it's like, "Look at you, my Fantastic Four. I was like, "What the fuck says that?" And then they do, and they say like, "We're the Fantastic Four, like maybe three or four times yes. in this movie, and yes. it's all big, boom, big reveal." Yeah, uh, you know. It's a, it's fun for the whole family, that's for sure. That's what I can say about this. I also liked after they revealed Doom, uh, revealed that Doom is Victor, they kept doing, like, sinister shots of his eye and stuff, and it's like, well, we know who he is now. Why are you teasing us? But he's evil, and his face is so ugly you can't even look at it. And he has, like, an evil lair with flames, and he sits on a throne. God. What's his power in the comics? He's just uh, strong. It's like he 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 learns magic and he's a genius. <laughs> he learns magic. Yeah, like he, he has some sorcery and then like he just enhances himself because he has like his own country. All I remember about like the two thousand ones is he had metal in his face or something. The fan four stick one is not even worth talking about. Like they do him so bad, it's like there's no way you guys thought this was a good idea. In the, I'm not talking about the newest one, the twenty two thousand five one. Yeah, doesn't he have like metal in his? No, that's like in the that's in fan four stick where he's got like the metal in him. Or maybe it is in that one. Look up Doom two thousand five. Okay. Is that going to be a comic? I look up Doctor Doom. Oh shit! It's the, the Rock movie. Coincidentally. There's a Doom movie with, with Wayne Rock. The- yeah. It's really shitty. Do you and- have a, a movie for next week? No, we're not doing <laughs> that. Nobody likes that ironically even. It's not called. Unrated? It's, it's going to be And there's like, a, awesome. dude, and they put scenes in it where it's like first person. So it's like, whoa, it's like Doom. Okay, we're watching this. They fucked this movie up so hard because they, like... Carl Urban's they, in it! They don't even have, like, a Doom guy. Like, The Rock is the Doom guy, but he's not even cool. Maybe it's like to a, you. The FPS sections are sure to please fans of the video game, but lacking in plot and originality to please other moviegoers. Hmm. What? Is that a complete section? A sentence? The FPS sections are sure to please fans of the video game, but lacking in to please other moviegoers. Yeah, I think hmm. they kind of fucked that one up. And the audience score is 34, which is not a good sign. It's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. With 250,000 plus reviews. I can't believe that many people saw this movie. Oh, liar. Okay, uh, sorry. Um, Doctor well, Doom. We will do that movie at some point. The Doom... Does he have metal in his face? His, okay, the Doom 2005, his mask kind of sucks. It's, yeah, it's a bit much. It's sucky. No, I think it's in the fan four stick where he, like... No, he, I swear to God. Look up fan four stick. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. See, what the hell was that? There was, like, I remember the plot of that was, like, he had, like, some disease or something, and his metal was coming out of his skin. Uh, Why did they always have to do that? Metalitis. See, they do the best thing here, which is just Doom gets disfigured, and he puts on a mask, and then he's just a guy who's, like, really powerful. Don't have him have a disease. Don't have him go <laughs> to an alternate dimension and be confused with his suit, and then have telekinesis, like in Fan Four Stick. Is that what happens? Yeah, look up, look up Doctor Doom twenty fifteen. Oh, it looks, God. he looks so bad. 
it's actually unfathomable that they thought this was a good idea. This what had to be fuck? this had to be money laundering scheme part two because like there's no way they thought that looked good. That looks so fucking bad. Not even funny. What? He looks like one of those. Um, what was that Will Smith movie with the robots? <laughs> I robot. I robot. It looks does. like they tossed one of those in the oven for too long. Holy shit, you're right. Like, and he looks terrible. Yeah, and then he just gets telekinesis. Is it based off a comic? Like, no. this is a reference? No. And he's black? No, that's that's their dad in the new movie. Who's dad? The Storms. And then for some reason, the new movie, they're like, yeah, Susan's adopted for no reason. What, for drama? Yeah. What um, the fuck? Yes. Why the hell would they do that? I don't, like, I don't know. Like, you, you see a decision, you're like, like this, and you're like... There's no way. Maybe the maybe the fan four stick was also to hold on to rights because that movie was so shit and so unambitious and. But well, Tim Heidecker in it. That was like the best part of the movies when Tim Heidecker is uh, is he reads he's he's Franklin Richards in that and yeah. he's like a big character in the comics but then they just get Tim Heidecker to play him. Well, he paid for the role. Oh, did he? Well, that's what uh, Greg Turkington told me. <laughs> Well, Greg Turkington, he can just scurry off like a dull rat he is. I don't believe a word he says. I'm a, I'm a Greg head for life. No, I, I just want the... I thought that they were called... Oh, those fucking guys. Yeah, it looks like one of these guys. Like, their oh, evil Mirror Mirror universe. Yeah. Uh, I hated those guys in Prometheus, too. <laughs> Alright, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah, I guess Fantastic Force Cursed. Yeah, like, they've... They're gonna... Well, they're trying... I guess this will be the fifth attempt. Okay, they did the 94, and then they didn't release it. Then they did 2005 movie. I guess that did well enough to make a sequel, which yes. everyone hated, because they had Silver Gal- Surfer. Galactus, and he was just a cloud. And they had Silver Surfer, who was like, okay. And the cosmic anomaly in this was called Galactus. Is that supposed to be like, it's Galactus? They call it Colossus in this. Oh, Colossus, right. right which sorry. is weird. And uh, I, it's like it's weird that they were like, they call it that, because like, that's X-Men, but then... Like, it's, Colossus is just a character in X-Men. And it's yeah. like, why wouldn't you call it Galactus? Why? Colossus is a big metal guy? Yeah, in yeah. X-Men. Yeah, it's weird. They call it Colossus. That ha- that has nothing to do with the comics either. That's just also made up. I feel like that and the jeweler, yes. they were like, oh, that's Galactus and Mole Man. But then, like, for whatever reason, they're like, uh, actually, not. Nah, probably, like, don't don't use those characters right now. Yeah, that's all I remember about those Fantastic Four movies was the metal in his face, and then Silver Surfer goes and fights uh, Galactus, and he's just a big smoke thing. Yeah. And you can maybe see his face for a frame or two. I'll say this. Uh, MCU is going to do in Fantastic Four. They're probably the best bet. I'm almost certain they'll be the best one. Yeah. And they're, the tone of those movies can actually fit Fantastic Four because it's supposed to be sort of lighthearted adventures and and stuff like that i don't know if they'll do it right but they'll do it better than this i mean the bar is pretty you know i I mean at this point it's subterranean look how bad look go viewers at home just look up dr doom 2015 then pull up a picture of dr doom from the comics and it's just baffling it's just incredible like look at his mouth it's few shot why would they do that does he not talk in the comics, no, he talks plenty. No, in these movies. Oh, in, in this the, movie. It's like, um, in Fan 4. Did you not see Fan 4 stick? No. <laughs> what? I saw it in theaters. That was a mistake. 
they just have Victor as a major character in the movie until the very end where he's like he goes to the same di- instead of getting hit by cosmic rays they're like well they go to an alternate dimension because that's more realistic I guess and then he gets hurt and then at the end of the movie he wakes up like towards the end he wakes up and he's like I'm evil and then he starts killing people is he the villain or is there he's the villain oh okay yeah. wow that sounds scary yeah, yeah, it was really scary. Yeah, it was horrifying to watch, let me tell you. That always pissed me off, too, in those uh, in the 2005 one where he's like, I'm so disfigured, I need to wear this mask, and then he just looks fine, and nothing's wrong with him. That's like, there's like, in the comics, it's like, he gets burned, and then they don't reveal it for a while. Like, for like the original run, they don't reveal what he looks like. Some people say it's in character, like, that he... Like, it's, like, either he could be totally disfigured and then he wears a mask, or he has, like, a little cut, and it's, like, oh, Doom is just so vain that, like, even a little bit of disfigurement oh. is, like... Because he's... In the comics, he just, like, the he just thinks he's the best... He thinks he's the best guy ever. <laughs> there's, like, in... <laughs> every time there's a Secret Wars event, the plot is Doom becomes God, and they have... Actually? Like, yeah. Like Damn. In Secret Wars, uh, they did one in like the 80s and then one in 2015. It's just, yeah, Doom becomes God. He just taps into some God power and that's like, okay, we gotta beat him. Because he's just like a megalomaniac. What the fuck? He's really like a, he's really like ground zero for like that evil, like mastermind type character. He's more influential than <laughs> the film industry is giving him credit for the way they depict him. Hmm. Yeah. What Secret Wars? It's just like Fantastic Four's big thing. In the eighties, it was literally just a mini series they made um, to sell toys, where it was like all the heroes are coming together on Battle this? World, and they're all gonna punch each other. I feel like that's a newer one, but the if you look up original Secret Wars toys, yeah. Then they did one in twenty fifteen that was like a little bit more self aware, and it tied into some stuff that was coming in. That one was actually decent, but yeah. Huh. All right. Well, let's call it there. Unless, were you going to say something else? Yeah, I just want to say, you know, shout out to Stan Lee and his family. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, wherever he's hiding. Get well um, soon. I'll find you. All right, hopefully this audio isn't deleted. Goodbye. Or do you want to do the outro, Luke? Um, Hopefully this audio isn't deleted. Goodbye. If you enjoyed anything you heard today, make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and umfm.com. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page at COP Podcast.